Occasionally, myself and our coaching staff at DadStartingOver.com, we run into a client who has issues that go beyond the scope of coaching. They may have really severe anxiety, depression, suicidal ideation, and this is the point where our coaches stop and say, have you spoken to a therapist? What a lot of these men say is, I've looked into it, not a lot of options in my area, it can't work with my schedule, or I have an appointment schedule, but I can't get in for another four months. In other words, the need is there. They recognize the need. They see the value in the therapy, but the options for getting the therapy are extremely limited in their area. Well, thanks to our friends at BetterHelp.com, there is an option for you. BetterHelp is a unique service that allows you to talk to a licensed therapist from your area via your telephone or your computer. You can do voice chat with them if you wish. You can email back and forth. You can text with them all on your time schedule, all from the convenience of your phone or your computer. So check it out at betterhelp.com DSO. That's betterhelp.com DSO and get 10% off your first month of service with BetterHelp. Hello everyone, DSO here from dadstartingover.com. And before we get started with today's episode, I wanted to get a couple of pieces of business out of the way. Number one, I sell books. You can find my books at dadstartingover.com slash books. The books include my bestseller, The Dead Bedroom Fix. My second book is called Now What? A Guide for Men Starting Over in Life After Infidelity, Breakup, and Divorce. And my third and final book is called Red Flags. You can buy these all directly from my website and download directly from my website, or you can go to any of the major retailers. Second piece of business is that I have a members-only part of my website called the DSO Fraternity. With the DSO Fraternity, you have access to all of my books in PDF and audio format. You also get access to members-only articles and audio, and you are free to discuss those articles with fellow members on the website. And we also have DSO Fraternity live meetings via Zoom. In these live meetings, you are free to share your story and listen to advice from others. And on occasion, we will have a special guest, such as author Dr. Robert Glover of No More Mr. Nice Guy. So please check out the DSO Fraternity at dadstartingover.com join. Thank you so much, and on to the episode. The provider is dead. Modern day men tend to be very agreeable dudes. We just go with the flow. We're the quintessential yes dear guys. Happy wife, happy life. Okay, whatever you want to do is fine with me. We gravitate towards the path of least resistance. Whatever causes less unnecessary drama and anxiety in our lives, we go for it. We also get fat. We get comfortable. We just do whatever. As long as we can occasionally escape to our man cave and keep our wife's nagging and drama to a minimum, we're happy. We're simple creatures, after all. Therapists will often ask what spouses need out of a relationship. Men will boast about how simple they are. We just need sexual intimacy and food, and we're good to go. Is that really the case? Turns out what we label as needs are really just strong desires. Our wife can lock the sexual gate for weeks and months, and we'll still gladly say yes dear as we take the kids to the soccer games, fix the broken thing in the basement, and listen to her complain for hours on end about everything. In other words, these needs really aren't needs after all. The relationship continues on whether we get them met or not. Hey, whatever, that's just the way marriage is. This is the mantra of the modern-day man. What brought about this lazy, agreeable way of life? 
Well, a big part of it was that what we viewed as our cultural norm for so many generations. Man works, woman stays home, takes care of kids and house. If the two partners have a list of things I need to do to keep this relationship going, the man's list consisted of one thing. Go to work, come home, bring paycheck. He was the provider. He was the provider of the fuel that kept the household economic engine going. He was the reason they had a roof over their head and a car in the garage. He was the reason the kids had popsicles in the fridge and tennis shoes every year for school. He was the reason the wife could go get her hair done every other week. He was the reason that she had 120 pairs of shoes. The husband-slash-dad immediately earned a high level of respect by virtue of his providership. It was known that you left dad alone after he came home from a hard day at work. You go to mom with questions about your homework. You go to mom about getting to your baseball game. Dad was the boss. Why? Because dad brings home the bacon. Simple. Well, when you're the king, there's very little that will motivate you to go beyond your king status and kick, th and kick things up a notch. Kings get fat. Kings get lazy. Kings also get drug out in the street by a horde of angry people and ripped to shreds. But I digress. Fast forward to today, and the tables have been flipped. Women woke up. Wait, you mean I don't have to play the part of Susie Homemaker? I can make just as much, if not way more, than these guys out there? With this drastic change in the economic landscape came some relationship growing pains. Things don't just change completely overnight. Women overall still feel that their prospective spouse and partner candidate should have some strong provider and king qualities. In short, many successful women won't look at settling down with the hunky plumber with the heart of gold. He's a great person and great fun and maybe great in the sack, but the generations of conditioning and social pressure tells her that marrying him would be a huge mistake. She would always have to worry about taking care of him. Having a man in a subservient role is the ultimate turnoff for the ambitious, successful woman. She doesn't necessarily want your money to take care of her. She can do that herself. But she'll be damned if she has to dig into her purse to pay for some loser's way of life. So let's summarize the problem here. Women are making more than ever. As their bank accounts grow fatter, their list of spousal candidates goes down because there are only so many rich guys to go around. Many, not all, refuse to settle for a guy that they deem less successful and less ambitious than they are. Women complain that there are no good men left. They either settle for the good guy who makes less, or they go on dating and having fun with no end in sight. Most go with the latter plan of fun dating. If you ask them, they would say that they quote, have no choice. They'd love to settle down, but it's just not happening. Not with this pitiful pool of candidates. The result? The marriage and birth rates are plummeting. Women drive the marriage industry after all. When they put the brakes on, the whole system collapses. This will have huge economic implications for the Western world. Men are a little slower to adapt to the change. Men still prop up their provider traits as their awesome husband candidate qualities. Show me a guy whose wife cheated on him, and I'll show you a guy who says, I paid for her schooling, I worked 60 hours a week, I paid for her car, I got her the house she wanted. He's still playing by the old rules. I'm the king, damn it. I know that some of you are saying, yeah, but my wife is jobless. I'm still the main breadwinner. She stays home with the kids. It's better that way. This is the way it should be. This is the point where I could go to my email or my Facebook group and bring up story after story from the quintessential provider husband 
who paid for everything for years, only to have the wife and the government say to him, Hey, thanks for all that providing. Much appreciated. We'll now be taking half your paycheck, your 401k savings, most of your bank account, and the house. Oh, and you won't see your kids except for an occasional weekend. If you can make this provider scenario work for you, awesome. Best of luck to you. I'm sorry, but most of you cannot. Most of you will fail. That's just the way it is. Here's what I'll often hear from guys that jump right back into dating after divorce. All that women care about now is looks. Nobody wants some old fat guy like me. And women won't take you seriously if you aren't richer than them. The writing is on the wall, gentlemen. The days of the classic provider are dead. Women are bluntly telling us this. Society is bluntly telling us this. We had our fun for a while, but it's time to wake up to reality. In the good old days, the provider man was a safety net. He was the fuel for the household economic engine. He was the boss. You, as the man, had a product, your ability to make money on a consistent basis. You put it out in the market, and the buyers came, your new wife. The market has changed. You put your product out there, and the market is saying, okay, cool, what else you got? So what else do you have? For many men, the answer is not a whole hell of a lot. They had the old book of rules, and they threw everything into that provider role. They went to work. They helped coach the kids' football team. They fixed the broken stuff around the house. But now the world just pats them on the head and says, that's cute. Now, kindly get out of the way. There's a handsome guy with abs trying to get to the front of the line. You see, when you strip away the elements of economic comfort and stability from the whole mating game, you're left with the basic elements of human attraction. Women run the mating game, and they want somebody they can both swoon over and respect. Yes, they want it all. And no, they're not going to settle. No, they're not going to die alone with 12 cats and a bad case of diabetes. They have a long list of men that would be more than glad to buy them dinner and take them away for a fun weekend and no commitment. These women are not suffering. So is it hopeless? Of course not. You just have to change your entire mindset. You have to strip yourself of the old you and rearrange your priorities to accommodate the new paradigm. You gotta get off your fat butt and stop crying about how things should be. You need to get in shape. You need to get your money situation in order. You need to become a more well-rounded and interesting man. You need hobbies and interests. You need to do things to help out your community. You need to be an awesome father and role model to your kids. You need to do all these things and you do these things for you. You don't do all these things so that you can snag the next Mrs. Wright. The chances are that you're not gonna find her, so have fun, enjoy. Once you're ready, go out on dates. Realize what the dates are. Two people that have a mutual attraction enjoying spending time together. There's no need for you to get hitched, move in together, have kids, etc. The rules have changed. All that stuff is great. It's magic when it works out. But it's exceptionally rare. It's like hitting the lottery. You don't need to hit the lottery to be happy. Everyone is telling you this. It's time to listen. You are free. The concept of having the provider weight lifted from your shoulders should be a freeing one. You can focus on you for a change. The days of setting aside your dreams and aspirations to make your wife happy are long gone. Is it a selfish way of life? Well, maybe. Is it safer? Yeah, much safer. Is she worth rolling the dice for and paying for everything while she stays at home? Probably not. And that's okay. 
Have a date with a successful woman who you really seem to get along with? Are you worried that she won't see you as a professional equal? Well, cool. That means she likes you for you. She thinks you're handsome and charming enough to spend an evening with. Enjoy it for what it is. You're just two adults enjoying time together. That's it. Throw away those old notions of playing the marry me game. You're probably out of the running for that anyway, and that's okay. It's more than okay, actually. Congrats. You're the lover. Let some other schmuck play the part of the provider for once. You want to be the one she sneaks off with for a wild night of fun. Not the guy left wondering why she's out all night and not texting him back. If you're listening to this, you're probably a guy who is interested in self-improvement. You probably consume a lot of information, like these podcasts, YouTube videos, audiobooks, courses, everything you can to learn more and help you become the best man that you can be. And if you're like a lot of men, there's something still missing. Well, I can tell you what that missing thing probably is. Quality time with other men that are on the same mission as you. Some of you probably have casual relationships with your fellow soccer dads or the occasional beer with guys from the neighborhood, but none of them seem to be on the same page as you. Am I right? They seem content with their shitty marriages, their shitty jobs, and their expanding waistlines. They have all but given up. You find yourself talking to them about the same football teams, listening to their stories about their subpar home life, and you're getting to the point where you dread hanging around them. Well, the good news is that we have assembled a group of men just like you. We call our group the DSO Fraternity. We have live Zoom meetings that are hosted by yours truly, along with the other members of the DSO team. We have a very active private discussion forum, a Discord server for our lifetime members, a members-only podcast, access to my books in audiobook and PDF format at no extra charge, discounts on one-on-one coaching with myself and other members of the team, discounts on our video courses, and access to our in-person gatherings. We have met in Nashville, Tennessee, Austin, Texas, Las Vegas, Australia, Amsterdam, and soon in New Orleans. So check it out, the DSO Fraternity at dsofraternity.com. We have monthly, annual, and lifetime membership options available. I think you will find our group is the missing piece of the puzzle that you have been looking for.